Luke. All right. Uh, I'm going to record just so we can hear it playback. Okay. But um, let's just talk about life. Okay. So what is the deal with potatoes? Potatoes. You can boil them, mash them, stick, stick them, them in, in a stew. stew. Yeah, I mean, I tried doing that the other day. Which part? Uh, all of them. And it was crazy because I boiled them, I mashed them, and then I put them in a stew. Mm-hmm. And the stew was like shoggy and wet at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to do all of the yeah, things and put it not. in the stew. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, I'm just going okay. <laughs> This is Audible Theater with Nathan Cousin and Chelsea Clark. Hi, and welcome back to Audible Theater. My name is Nathan, and I am accompanied with Miss Jessie Clark. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, so for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, we are a pair of actors from New York who are bored out of their mind because of Le Quarantine, and we are doing anything we can get our hands out on, 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 scripts, uh, AI-generated stories, uh, <laughs> screenplays, Anything. Monologues. Yeah, that you can perform. We will do. Um, books. 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 We could do books. We could do books. We wanted to do a book. Yeah, we could do a book. Right. Uh, we are <laughs> happy to announce that you can find us on Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Anchor, Spotify, and new, the, new this week, Overcast. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we might be getting on iTunes soon. We might already oh. be there. I don't know. We're I, not sure. I searched us on iTunes and we were there, but I couldn't play a new episode i don't know what was going that's on that's weird maybe we're there but it's just not showing I, mm. we'll figure it out um so yeah that's kind of what uh we do um and yeah so welcome to the show welcome to the show last week we left off on scene two we read that uh we have some exciting i guess differences and development between the relationship of evelyn and not Jenny, Adam. Evelyn and Adam, but that would be a script, huh? Mm. Um, Neil Abutes, The Shape of Things, scene three is what is next. And we're going to just be catching you guys up today because we don't want to completely read the book cover to cover uh, for multiple reasons. A, uh, there is a word that begins with C, uh, and the second word that's in that word is R, beginning with that letter um we don't want to get that we no. don't want to be attacked at a legal standpoint we have way. no money um so that's the first reason second reason is i mean i guess in a way we it, we would like people to get this book why not buy the book and read along with us and when we catch you up you know already know what happened that'd be great support the artist support those who made the original work yes yeah by the by the play read it yourself (laughs) uh maybe go see it see the film because it is a film Mm. uh see the play if it ever gets put up again Um, oh yeah yeah i might produce it one day it's a Mm. good play um but we will be filling you in on the bits that we uh are going to not do Mm mm-hmm 
We will give some commentary on it. Uh, Chelsea has not read those scenes, but I have. So it will be like she's experiencing it for the first time with, with you. With you. Ah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just to pick up from there, we're going to do, we're just going to do like a synopsis of scene three, scene four, and then we'll do scene five together. Um, all right. So where we left off, um, Eve and Adam had a kind of lunch date with um, mm. Philip and Jenny, who were the new characters. Uh, and it was a little evident that there was like some dynamics happening between Eve and Adam, that there was a power thing happening. Uh, Philip and Jenny are like this other couple. And in the next scene, we find them in Philip's living room. It feels like it's been months later, uh, just from okay. the text, tense of the scene. And we're ha- opening with this conversation about Philip and Jenny's wedding. Uh, so mm-hmm. Philip and Jenny are getting married. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was really interesting was that on page 29, there was this line that kind of establishes Philip as Adam's foil. And it, it begins uh, four months, and Jenny's saying this, four months we sat next to each other, I'm barring his pen like all the time, hint, hint. And he's this total monk the whole semester. Anyway, anyway Phil picks him up from class one day, sees me, and we went to the movies that same night. So she was talking about Adam and uh, Philip, Phil, literally sees her one day and is like, I'm going to take you out to the movies tonight after months of Jenny trying to flirt with Adam, but Hmm. him just not getting it. Okay. So that establishes him as like, okay, so Adam is like this really introverted guy. Right. He couldn't tell if a girl was hitting on him or not. He was a monk about it. Yeah. And then Philip walks in. Or did he know? And he just Mm. wasn't interested. I I think he knew. Yeah, because he knows that Evelyn is. Wait, wait. Yeah. No, no. Sorry. He didn't know. Sorry. So he didn't know at all. I don't think he knew. Uh, he knows about Evelyn because Evelyn was straightforward. Like, okay, super but like blunt. just being mm-hmm. completely hinting around, mm-hmm. he just didn't get it. He didn't get the hints. No. Okay. Um, so that establishes Philip as like the foil, as like the counterpart to Adam. Uh, so then they, they're in the... Oh, so Philip just sees her once and is like, oh, I'm going to take her out. Tonight. To the okay. movies, yes. Okay, wow. Yeah. He jokes about like having uh, swagger or something, like some huh. guyish, jockish kind of terminology. Okay. Uh, and then they go on to discuss the penis drawing on the statue. Um, and this causes Evelyn and Philip to really butt heads. They're mm. throwing heat at each other to the 99th degree. I mean, wow. uh, she defends it without re- revealing that she drew it. Um, but... Throughout the whole thing, Jenny and Adam are, like, passively trying to defuse the situation. Um, it's not really going well. Uh, but this kind of really gives us a bitter, a bitter, a better scope of Evelyn and Philip and, like, where they come from. Hmm. Um, I know that Evelyn uses terminology like a town like this, which Philip takes offense to and says she didn't choose the college. And uh, she reveals that she's on a full ride. So she's a very intelligent oh, girl wow. who, who's getting paid to go here. Wow. Um, there's a bit of like an undergrad versus grad student like uh, kind of observation that Philip makes. It's like, oh, you're you're just like saying you're better because you're you're a grad so student. So almost like yeah. a rivalry, like yeah. a mm-hmm. like little kind of status play there. Uh, I wonder, I don't think I remember reading where it says Evelyn's from, but Philip and the rest of the gang are from the hometown. Okay, where so the they're is. the townies. I believe so. At, at least Philip and um, Adam. I'm mm. not sure about Jenny. But uh, they do start talking about, like, uh, in that 
like argument about the statue they talk about like subjectivity and objectivity hmm. um and it was interesting because uh they were saying like what did that graffiti or drawing mean hmm. um philip was very like it's you know a statue that's been graffitied it's literally pornography hmm. and ev is eve uh, ev evelyn eve is like no no because pornography is meant to titulate your set senses i believe is term ter- she's used but mm-hmm. it's supposed to excite you yeah. were you turned on when you looked at it and then philip gets really offended and she goes to jenny did that do it for you jenny did you get did you get a little hot when that happened Jeez. and like she evelyn's just being very belligerent mm-hmm. about like this thing that she did yeah because obviously she did it and she thinks that she's high and mighty for doing it yeah um she's defending it um was she doing it in a defensive way or was she well it kind of like the way she played it it was like here's my opinion Mm -hmm. um and i don't know why you guys are getting so pissed about it and uh so she wasn't being defensive or like getting frustrated at all really with oh she did and towards the end of the scene she was getting frustrated yeah Mm -hmm. it it kind of all built it was a very like strong building argument scene Mm -hmm. um but earlier, they're still talking about, like, subjectivity and objectivity. And it kind of made me realize that this is, like, terminology that a lot of, I guess, woke young artists like to use when when we're talking. Because okay. uh, I, I, I'll call it as I see it. Um, and I had to – I really wanted to, like, think about it. I'm like, okay, I don't <sighs> – what is the definition of subjectivity? And one that I'm going to use here is taking place within the mind and modified by individual bias. Um, and Evelyn was saying that both art and statements are subjective, right? right. So it's all taking place within our heads and all based, how we feel about yeah, it. Yeah, all based is, on is, our personal opinions and our personal feelings on the subject. Yeah. yeah. So Philip was saying it was porn um, and... That was just like the statement he started off on. Mm-hmm. Evelyn butted heads against that. And she said that both art and statements are subjective. And she said that the true nature of this conversation is just the fact that Philip wants to win the argument. And then Philip was like, oh, a true uh, grad student at mind at work or something. Mm. And so the conversation gets more heated. Uh, both Philip and, and Evelyn both exclaim to Adam, like, how awful the other person is. It's like, how can you be with Eve? Where the hell did you find this girl? And Eve's like, what are you doing with this guy? How long have you yet to endure him? He's such a, like, you know? Wow. So she storms out uh, without Adam. And she's like, oh, see you outside. Philip calls her a bitch as she walks out. Um, But she did start saying, like, uh, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck out of here. Like, Mm -hmm. she was dropping F-bombs. He, words were thrown. Um, Adam okay. apologizes to both of them. I think he says, like, to Jenny, congratulations on the wedding. Uh, I'm so sorry to, like, to Philip. And, like, and then he leaves. Both Jenny and Philip are left in silence. And I think Philip says, like, what? Like, at the end. And then the scene ends. It's, like, wow. this weird blow up out of yeah. nowhere, seemingly. But, of course, the inciting incident was that drawing. So, of mm-hmm. course, it would come back like this. But uh, then scene four is a bit quicker. Um, it's just Adam and Evelyn in bed. Uh... He he's confessing to practically wanting to stalk her and his obsession with her. He's become like consumed wow. by her. He looks at the he takes off his jacket every now and then and just stares at the number. Um, he'll wait outside of her classes once they're over, and he wants to do more, but he knows that it's not 
it's not healthy, but he's admitting yeah. to like this hold that this she has. This is really obsessive. That's yeah. not, that, well, yeah, it's not healthy at all. Mm -hmm. So he says that first, and then Evelyn hearing that asked um, if he would be willing to share this self-made sex tape they did, like publicly. And he says oh, no. Wow. He, he says no. Like he just Good. he's like, I don't see why, you yeah. know, Philip would need to see my wee wee. And yeah, I know. Evelyn's like, Well, I you're just being so insecure. You don't need to be insecure. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay. That yeah. Oh what? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. And then Philip is brought up, uh, and Evelyn says, The only thing the the only thing I think uh, what did I write down? My notes are in jumbly. The only thing that I think would help him is a fucking knife through his throat. That's exactly the phrase that she says when they talk about um, Philip. That Evelyn says yeah. this about Philip. Yeah. So they're in bed. Wow. And they're like just talking about their social lives. And yeah. she's like, this guy, that, the only thing that's going to help him is literally a knife going through his throat. Which is a really yeah wow yeah so I mean, Adam's like it, there's like a beat of tensity like it's, yeah it gets weird for a good hot second, um and Evelyn claims it's it's just a saying that she uses, um and Adam's like yeah if you're a demon yeah um, I mean what kind of I'm sorry is this a different story I thought this was like <laughs> I mean this is gonna be like a murder story now like so, oh my god Adam jokes the concern away. And Evelyn slips under the sheets, ending the scene. To so they just, say that about someone's friend, like even if you don't like the person, yeah. like, to say that, to don't go to that like extreme, like that's the only thing that's going to mm -hmm. help them. Like that's a little psychotic. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, what's interesting about it is like to what lengths Adam is within her grasp. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not willing to like share the most private like parts of himself, which is like his nudity. Um, I don't know, even h how he feels about his best friend, even though I guess they're best friends. It, former roommate, best friend kind of thing. Right, I mean, this is his friend. This is someone that he's been yeah. close with for, for, for a while. For a while, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Evelyn's like trying to see how much further she can take, mm -hmm. I think. Because like the first question was, will you share your sex, sex type? And he was like, no. Okay, well, what else? Can I attack Philip? How would he react to that? Mm. And that very manipulative. Yeah, I I don't know because like at this point in the play we're like, is she just trying to enjoy the control? Is she just thriving off of that? Is that who she is? Because that's how it's coming off. Yeah, I mm. mean we definitely know a person like this who's very emotionally manipulative. Mm. So I can kind of I can see a person absolutely being like this in real life. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how that scene ends. Uh, and that brings us to scene five. Mm. Now, if you have a book at home and you're following along with us, that's page Ooh. 47. <gasps> page 47? Page 47? Oh Out of what? How many are there? Oh my, uh, uh we're like halfway through. There's a hundred and something. 130, dang. Yeah, 130. 137, it looks like. My, my, 38, my. 138. Okay, yeah, there's wow. a reason why we're jumping around. <laughs> okay, uh, so we are in a park. Jenny is waiting on a bench, sitting by herself. After a moment, Adam appears. Hey. Adam, hi. Hello. Hi. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, of course. How's it going? 
you know, okay. Right. Lots to do for a wedding. I'll bet. Invitations to get out, arrangements to make. Air tanks to fill. <laughs> that too. So, you guys are still gonna go through with that? That's what we're saying. What do you mean, saying? No, we are. It's what we're doing. I'm just... Jenny. What? I don't know. I'm, you know, worried. Why? About what? What do you think? Philip, he's just, I don't know, being funny. Funny? How? Like telling jokes funny or making letter bombs funny? No, no bombs yet, but kind of just funny, odd, like nice. Nice? Yeah, you know, sweet. Now, I love him and all, I do. You know that. But that's mm. not the way I describe him to people. Sweet. Would you? Adam thinks for a moment. No. I wouldn't exactly use his name and sweet in the same short story. And that's what's bugging me. Why? Though, maybe he's just... I've only seen him like this once before. Maybe twice. Definitely once. We were first going out and he was seeing someone else too. It was over, mostly. But he was still seeing her. Remember that? Yeah, I do. The other one. The other Jenny, exactly. I'd call and I could hear him freeze up, stop for a moment if he answered, and I said, hey, it's Jenny. He didn't know what to do, so he'd get all sort of sweet and fish around slowly until he figured out if it was her or me. God, I used to hate that. So, do you know anyone else named Jenny right No, now? I didn't mean that. Not the name so much as the feeling. The sense that there's someone else. Nah. Maybe I'm making it up. You know, my own insecurities and looking for a reason not to. Dive in. Take a plunge. Jump off the deep end. Stop me before I... Cute. Mm -hmm. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be it. But I don't think so. I want to get married. I do. And I love the guy, whether he's sweet or not. It's just that I don't believe him now that he is. Well, you got me. Really? You don't know anything, haven't felt that, or... I I only see him, like, once a week in our survey course, so it's not like I'm in the inner circle anymore. I'm... I know that, I just thought but that... But I would tell you, Jenny. I would. Seriously. Really? I think so. <laughs> I mean, that's a lousy thing to pass on to a person, and if I did, you know know something and then told you, you'd be more likely hate me for ever than be grateful. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, you could lie, you know, feel free. No, you're probably right. So that doesn't exactly make me want to come clean here, which I don't have anything to come clean about. Okay, honestly, I, I just mean, well, well, whatever. But I feel I would. I do. Because I think you're pretty amazing, if the truth be known, and you're almost married, so why shouldn't it be? 
The, the truth, I mean. Thank you. N not a problem. Anyway, uh, that's all I know. Which is nothing. Okay. I'm just being stupid. Look, if you feel it, it's not stupid. You're a lovely person, you know that? Lovely. Jesus, why don't you just call me gay and get over with it? Hey, lovely is nice. I wish there were a few more lovely people in the world. I mean it. You are. And getting cuter by the day. What is that girl doing to you? Mm, lots. She's amazing, really. What happened to your... Are you wearing... Adam, are those contacts? Yeah. Contacts. My god. This from the former tape-around-the-nose thingy champion? Oh, that was only for a week. That one time. Still, you gotta admit... I do. It's amazing. I feel... better. Better? Hmm. You're like this totally hot guy now. I always thought you were handsome anyway, but I didn't think you'd go in for the makeover thing. Me either. Who knew? Well, apparently she did. Hmm. You are still seeing her, aren't you? Oh, yeah. She's, uh, <laughs> you don't hold a grudge. All she said that night at your, oh, God, I couldn't believe that. It was great. No, truthfully, <sighs> it was. Phil needed to hear every word of that. And he did, too. Hear it, I mean. Even said something after you guys left that night. Not an admittance of guilt, exactly, but as close to one as we're likely to hear from the guy. Really? <laughs> what did he say? I'm amazed. As was I. He put on quite the show. Yeah, I remember vaguely. Uh, they both did? Right. <laughs> but later he said something like, He could do worse. Not exactly a seal of approval. No, but a lot for him. And after what she said... You're right. Huh. Hey, her middle name's not Jenny or anything, is it? <laughs> uh, nah. No such luck. It's Anne. Evelyn Anne Thompson. Nice. Right? Eat. Huh? Eat. Those are her initials, the acronym of her names. <laughs> E-A-T. Hey, that's cute. Oh, God, you're a goner. I know, it's pathetic, isn't it? Yeah, somewhat. Oh, God. But lovely. Oh, not that again. He puts up a hand to hide his face. Jenny grabs one of his hands, studying it. What the heck is this? What is this? What? Did you stop biting your nails? Yeah, for like a month now. Don't tell me. It's true. She put some crap on them, slapped them out of my mouth a few times, and that was it. I stopped. You have nails. This is crazy. It's no big... Uh, Ever since I've known you three years now, your fingers have looked like raw meat. Anyway, awful. And now you just quit? This girl is the messiah. I, I, I've quit before. For like an hour. I love this woman. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I see that. Wow. She looks over at Adam again. And you'd really tell me if you knew something? Um, I would. Yes. Okay. 
Damn, when did you get so cute? Uh, <laughs> she kisses him lightly on the cheek. They look at each other for a long moment. Suddenly, they kiss. A real kiss. Not a great-to-see-you-aren't-we-best-of-friends kiss. After a moment, they shudder to a halt. Shit. Yeah, huh? Uh, what was that all about? I don't know, I just... I'm not sure. Look, I'm sorry. No, don't be. I am. I'm the one with the ring on. Yeah, good point. My friend's ring. Thanks for reminding me. Welcome. Oh, God. Damn it! No, listen. It wasn't because of, you know, my worries or whatever. How I feel about Philip right now. It wasn't. Okay. It just... Happened? Right. Uh, I've wanted to do that for a long time. Three years. Uh, me too. And... Now... We take it out in the woods and bury it, don't we? Yeah. I mean, yes. Definitely, I guess. Don't you think? We have to. Jesus, uh, what are we even talking about? No, we do, of course. Don't you want to? <sighs> bury it? Yes. Or... No, we can't talk about it. Don't even say that... Do you have a shovel in your car? <laughs> I don't, know, but I have my car. Oh, my bike's right over there. Is it locked up? Uh-huh. Then it should be fine. I suppose so. It's a small town after all. That's what people say. Good people. People we know and care about. Right. Come on, we should go bury this. Out in the woods. They kiss again, then stand up slowly and walk off. She puts an arm around through his. Okay. Ooh, end of scene. Yeah. That um, was a that was a doozy. So I think I picked this scene uh, because it really shows us like the side of Adam that is just, huh? You know, mm. and I guess Jenny too. Yeah. But. I don't know. What are your thoughts? What, where are you coming from from this? Uh, well, obviously, Jenny's feeling very insecure right now. Mm -hmm. And apparently she's always had an attraction to Adam, which I think I've mentioned this. This is like one I hate. I kind of hate this trope a little bit <laughs> of, oh, I've, I've liked you for three years. And now now I'm going to do something about it because I'm getting married and you have this girlfriend. So why not? This is perfect timing, right? Mm. So I kind of hate when things come to a head like that. So, eh. yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, um, I guess men are just homophobic in the story. Well, yeah, this is like the second reference that I've seen of like, oh, don't call me gay or that thing is gay or blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, what were they even talking about? They were saying calling oh, him lovely. Yeah, she used the word lovely. What is wrong with being lovely? Nothing's so wrong with being lovely. Is that, do you think that's coming from Adam or from Eve? I'm not sure who said it the first time. Was it Adam who? Well, I mean, like, uh, well, yeah, like how early did Adam say? Because was this Adam who's, this is the second time that he's, you know, what's interesting is a lot of times when you see this in adolescents, when they're going through kind of their sexual awakening, 
um, they do tend to say like this is gay or that is gay as like a derogatory term because they're yeah. still trying to figure out their own sexuality. Oh yeah, definitely. So is Adam still questioning his sexuality? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. Like I'm trying to remember when the first time. It was either the first or second scene. Yeah, because it must have been between Adam and Eve. Cause yeah. And it was definitely Adam uh, saying it. Yeah, or Evelyn, because like that's I think that's important. Because is it important? Did it come from him or did it come, come from, from her? Because uh, if it's if it came from Eve, then it's definitely like echoing the Eve was the one, you know, instigating the sin, mm-hmm. uh, the original too, <laughs> which kind of really ties to like that very conservative storytelling. Mm-hmm. Or is this just something that was in Adam that? was kind of never really brought up too much, and then Eve kind of surfaced it. Um, right. Which is unfortunate, because maybe he's changing for the worse. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah, well, like I said, maybe Adam is struggling with his sexuality. Mm. I mean, that's you do see this in people who are, like, extremely homophobic. Mm-hmm. They have the tendency to really... Because yeah. because they're insecure themselves about their yeah. own sexuality. It's strange. I've had conversations with people who, uh, I don't know, because I don't know if this really speaks to the modern, 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 like now, now, 2020. Mm. Uh, I think it does. I think that's still kind of universal. Well, I, they're in college now. They're so in college like, now. That's the but... thing, like. Just would because they're college in... students be that like well, insecure? Just because they're in college doesn't mean they're not still struggling with sexuality issues. Maybe the first time that they actually started developing a voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Because I remember uh, I have tons of conversations with different people about sexuality, mm-hmm. and like some of them are like, I went through a phase of actually figuring out what how how feminine am I? Mm-hmm. How much of that can I can I tangle with? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, Well, I'm not. But there's something there. But I still use the term like gay or, um, you know, uh, derogatory terms like, am I allowed yeah. to say the F word? I don't want to say the F word. Yeah, but, let's try to keep this but, PG. Yeah, let's keep this PG, PG as we can. It's PG already explicit thir- because it, of Neil Butte, but. Right, I guess PG-13. No, yeah. we, we don't want an R rating yet. No, nah, <laughs> no. But, um, so, we've got that going on. Um, and this is like... Th- a big, big no-no for someone who's getting married and someone who's in a relationship. It's cheating. We're, oh, this yeah. This is infidelity. Yeah. Um, I mean, straight up. So Adam is being infidelate with Jenny, mm-hmm. not with Eve. So the husband in the Adam-Eve situation is cheating. Mm-hmm. And the Jenny is cheating on the more. But Jenny's more reserved. And Philip's more like of an aggressor. Mm-hmm. So, the, so when Jenny became more reserved and Adam became more forward that's when this happens um which is essentially uh eve is the more aggressive uh, initially and adam was reserved so eve was able to embark with Mm -hmm. adam and philip was the aggressor and jenny was the reserve so philip was able to embark with jenny but now that both jenny and adam has flipped um, Adam is able to approach her, and I guess they both kind of make this mutual decision. It yeah, kind of it, just it just kind of happens. It seems like, yeah, they both had. Well, Jenny definitely says, you know, straight up that she had these feelings for him for a yeah. long time, which. I mean, that's a very American thing, you know. Oh, uh, uh, at least in the past decade when I grew up, 
it's weird for a girl to go up to a guy and tell them, hey, I like you. Hmm. Let's go out yeah, on a date. Yeah, I, I think that's always been kind of the American standard. The American standards, like the guy asked the girl out. I mean, I did have a girl ask change. me out once in college, yeah. and I was very awkward about it because a, it's never happened to me before, hmm. and b, I was going to a like some sort of scene painting thing. Hmm. I was like painting the scene for uh, a show that we're doing, but um, it scarcely happens. Scarcely, yeah. scarcely happens. I mean, it still does happen, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's more of a standard for the guy to ask the girl. Yeah. But this just kind of happens. Yeah. This just kind of happens. They kind of just go for it. Uh-huh. It's interesting. Yeah. So we have all, we have all that going on. Yeah, we have all yeah. that going on. Wow. Um, You know, Jenny does make comments about how attractive Adam has gotten. Mm-hmm. Though I guess she always liked him. She liked him before he was quote-unquote attractive yeah that's very apparent (laughs) yeah i mean it's obviously like the thing is she's bringing up all these very small tidbits of information it's Mm -hmm. like oh you don't bite your thumbs anymore you're wearing contacts which means like she's really been paying attention to him yeah it's like yeah so how long someone's fingers are like yeah you you've been watching she's been watching a lot hmm see that's the thing like i think uh, a lot of good writing because uh good writing it's it's good writing. A lot of good. We'll call, we'll call him a good writer. Yeah. We'll call him a good Neil. Yeah, you're you a good. Gotta, you're a good writer, Neil. Congratulations, you, you have Congratulations. our stamp of approval. <laughs> you did it, man. You did it halfway through, and we're sold. Um, that being said, different playwright. Uh, we were reading yesterday, Annie Baker, mm-hmm. or is it Ann Baker? Is Annie, it Annie Baker? Annie Baker. We were reading. Um, what's that show? The Flick. The Flick. And I felt the same kind of attachment to a character falling in love with a character that I'm feeling here because hmm. you've got your lead um, and then they are falling in love but that person they're falling in love with feels a little unattainable mm-hmm. um, but it happens for a moment mm-hmm. you know there's this moment of like you know we kiss or some explicit thing happens in the <laughs> theater which is what happens in yeah and we have a moment and we have this mutual understanding mm-hmm. of each other and this and, mutual yeah. like wavelength that we're on we and, have this connection you, you 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 have to wonder is there a road where this becomes beautiful where they could be happy mm-hmm. um and ultimately that's what the great i want of any person's life i want to be happy mm-hmm. um but then it gets more specific and then it gets more com- complicated um yeah, I think that's why this play must have really set me off the rail because uh, I was in college when I was reading this. So I think I was just The Shape as... of Things. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Shape of Things. Um, so I was just as impressionable or emotionally movable hmm. as Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely wasn't uh, vocal when it came to myself. I, was, I think when it, when it came to people describing me or talking about me, I, I shied, I froze. Hmm. But when it came to how I felt about relationships or romance... I was very passionate. Mm. Um, or if it came to my passion of art, I would go up there and perform my heart out. Yeah. Um, and that was like that really weird contrast uh, for me. But I think that's why this this really elicit a strong response to me in my earlier life. Because mm. all you need is a, is a way to vocalize those things. You need an Evelyn uh, mechanic in your life. You don't want one that's like warping you against your will Mm -hmm. but you need something that allows you to vocalize and build and have confidence whether it be like a really strong friend a passion uh interest something something that drives you you know yeah so 
Yeah. Adam, Jenny. Adam and Jenny, what are you doing? Did I say the Eve, or did I say Jenny as the mechanic? I think he's, it's, it's Evelyn who's Yeah, I said the, Evelyn. Yeah, I, I meant the, to say Evelyn if I didn't. Yeah, it's Evelyn yeah. who's, who's uh, shaping I, uh, Adam the do, way she wants. Doing the editing for these podcasts, the amount of time I've substitutes different nouns, like, I'll go on a tangent, and I won't, like, say the name again, so it'll all be about Evelyn, but mm-hmm. it's, it's she, but people she, think... She, yeah. I'm talking about Jenny, oh, or at least no. I think I'm talking about Jenny, and I'm really confused. I'm like, oh no, what have I done to the poor audience? <laughs> it's a learning curve. We're, we're doing what we can. Um. Okay. So what are we at? Thirty-six minutes. That's not too bad. Not too bad. Um, not too bad. Do you have anything other? Any other points you want to bring up? Anything that struck you? Let's see. I'm just going over it a little bit. Well, there's. The general doubt on both sides, Adam. Right. Adam seems to be embracing the change now. Yeah, you know, he used to he say I hate it. Yeah. At least the gym part. I mean, right. I think a lot about uh, a lot about this type of show is talking about individualism and mm. just like what makes you you. Mm-hmm. So again, we have to wonder: Does he like it because he likes it, or does he like it because Evan likes it? Well, he's completely just gone because he even says like her initials are cute. When it spells out eat. eat, and he's like, "Oh, that's cute." It's like, "Oh my gosh, you're already hey, you're already gone." That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So even her initials are cute. So he's very infatuated. Oh, I yeah. think is what we should call it. Infatuation. It, it's infatuation. It's Everyone you know a, obsession. Mm-hmm. Um, the previous scene that we didn't read, you know, he he what admits to almost stalking her yeah, in a way, yeah. which is not attractive on anyone. And past all of that, um, he's he's even further in it after she said stuff like wanting to rip a knife through Philip's throat, or think not not that she wanted to, but thinking that would be the only thing that's good. For right, me. it's like if someone says that, it wouldn't that be kind of like a big red flag? Like maybe I should leave this relationship now. <laughs> oh my god. Um. And now I'm wondering, like, Paul Rudd is a very attractive guy. You know, mm. I think objectively we can say like he's sure, yeah. He's an attractive guy. Is he really the best person for this role? I mean, I mean, I guess you can. I guess you can make up and yeah. you know make him kind of look scruffy and not as attractive. Well, I'm guessing because uh, we find him in the museum. Um, if I were to talk about costume and design, I'd be like, all right, give him big, big ass glasses. Um, mm. give him the baggiest clothes, scruffle his hair. Um, yeah. Even, like, drawn some acne on his face with makeup. Right, and I guess you're right, but it just, I don't have a, an image of him in my head as being unattractive. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been hard for me to yeah. imagine him as being unattractive because everything I've seen him in, he's just, he's been himself. You well, know? the character who, the actor who plays this character has to be transformative. Right. So you, you can't, I guess, if you found someone that had, like, a very caricature look, look um, uh, you wouldn't be able to get them into, mm-hmm. I guess, the Hollywood look, mm-hmm. um, which is very, it's been changing over the years. But at least when this script was written, it was still very much in the, the man is a, the, the big, heavy, strong, tan, right, right, like, wears the... shades. And the woman's like very skinny and frail, mm-hmm. long hair, no glasses anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what the cover looks like. You just got these really Oh my God, glasses? Men. How unattractive. <laughs> uh. Oh my God. 
And then, I always uh, yeah. hated that too. Like if a character has glasses, it means they're automatically like less desirable or less attractive. Yeah. Like that's just. I, well, what's nice about now is I feel like, you know, there's a whole sexy professional like yeah. kind of vibes that people are starting to develop in characters. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Or Harry Potter changed it. Harry Potter. Yeah, well, you no know, one expected he, her to. I mean, he had him. glasses and you no, know, he's this big hero yeah. at the end of the day. For sure. You know, he's the everyman that becomes the hero. Yeah. So, Hmm. it was Harry Potter. We have him to thank for glasses being sexy now. Thanks, Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we kind of got off on a tangent there. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. Life is good. Yeah. And we should discuss whatever comes into our heads. Life is good. Yeah. Life (laughs) is good. Um, Okay. Let's see. I think that's all for the script today. Yeah, I think that's all we've got. And do we want to um, create any last-minute characters? And <laughs> go for it. Last-minute characters. Um, we are trying to get an email, um, a business email generated, so that you can, if you have a request for us or mm-hmm. if you have a play that you have written or a story that you've written or something that you want to be read, that you can send it to us and yeah, we, we will, have we will received, consider it. We have received many requests. We have received many requests. Many so scripts have been flooding into our emails. <laughs> so we are going to create that. And for next time, we will definitely have that for you guys. Yeah. Um, it'll probably be something easy, like on the theater at Gmail or something. That's probably what it's going to be, but we don't know if we can, yeah. we have that yet. We don't yeah, know if that's taken, so we have to <sighs> secure it. So it might be something else, but, you know, st- uh, stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. uh, again, if you would like to listen to us, you can find us on Radio Public, Podcast, uh, Anchor, Spotify, and New This Week Overcast. Uh, thank you again for joining us today. Uh, how, how does Southern people go? Uh, Garsh. No, that's, that's goofy. That's goofy. Um, Though that would be an interesting podcast. Goofy, <laughs> goofy does a podcast. Goofy does. Hey, if you did Goofy does anything, it would be an amazing <laughs> It's going to be good. It's going to have some good content. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and Google um, Goofy does uh, Joker in the, uh, in oh. the scene where oh, Joker no. murders Murray. And uh, y- you'll have a nice laugh. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess we'll just close it this yeah, time. Yeah, I think that's, that's us. That's, that'll do us for today. So, as, as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you next week. Yes. Good. Bye. Bye.